you know, early in my recovery, I would get this image of me just literally inside myself, beating on my interior, screaming, you know, let me out. And so the drugs and the alcohol was an attempt to stop the screaming. Hey friends, welcome back. Can you be an alcoholic and be codependent? I'm going to tell you. The answer is definitely yes. That's my story. There's a saying, if you take the booze away from an alcoholic, you get a codependent. Is that true? I think most of the time it actually is. So for me personally, addiction is what I quit. Codependency is what I had to overcome to stay sober. So in a nutshell, codependency is the denial or suppression of our true self while relying on things outside of ourselves for our emotional needs, for our comfort, for our survival, and for our appro for approval. And those can be things like alcohol, like drugs, like money, like sex, like other people. In other words, our emotional and psychological needs are met by external sources. Uh, you know, we could even do this with religion. We could do it with all sorts of things. You know, for instance, I'm a I'm a Christian, a born again Christian, but I could make the process of religion an addiction if I didn't know myself and I didn't know who I was. So the first 10 years of my sobriety, I was still anxious and afraid. I had a terrible time with boundaries. I had even a worse time standing up for myself. I struggled with making decisions. I was constantly seeking other people's approval. Basically, I didn't know who I was in many ways. Um, so codependency, like alcoholism, it's usually rooted in trauma and in shame. And so people that struggle with codependency, they learn to uh, they learn to deny their feelings, to hide parts of their authentic self. Somewhere along the way, they were told or led to believe that their authentic self was deficient, bad, wrong, maybe even shameful. And so, so like maybe when they tried to express themselves in a, in an authentic way, it was met with guilt. They may have been told they were selfish to feel a certain way or that it was wrong or shameful to, to feel a certain way, to, to think a certain way, to do certain things. And so the natural response for a young person, a child is to stuff those feelings and to learn how to respond to the thoughts, the needs, the opinions of others. Essentially, they learn to put other people's needs above their own since they were taught to not trust themselves, basically, right? If you're told you're wrong, you kind of learn to not trust yourself. And so this is how I was. I was always, you know, reacting to the, the feelings or needs of others at the expense of my own. So for addicts and codependents, this usually happens um, on an unconscious level uh, because the, the pattern of emotional denial usually starts pretty early in development. So they can turn to addiction in an attempt to soothe the, the anxiety, shame, guilt, low self-esteem. So the addiction also provides temporary relief associated with feelings of violation due to lack of boundaries and generally feeling trapped inside themselves. For instance, um, whenever I used to face conflict, 
I was riddled with guilt whenever I chose to stand up for myself. Uh, and, and then when I would make that choice, I would constantly second guess myself. I would experience a lot of inner turmoil afterwards. If you think about it, if our self-worth is coming from things outside of ourselves, whenever we try to get our own needs met and there's resistance, right, which is so often the case, we're going to experience guilty feelings if we struggle with these issues like I'm talking about. So the booze added another layer of protection against those feelings. The drugs and alcohol also allowed me to engage in what, what they call grandiose thinking in AA and, and Alcoholics Anonymous. I would get drunk and, you know, fantasize about all the wonderful things I was going to do and the great things I was going to achieve. And then, you know, the next morning I would wake up, you know, hangover, obviously lacking the courage to go through with any of those amazing things because of fear and, and shame and rejection and, and low self-esteem and, and, and low self-efficacy and all those things would tell me that I wasn't good enough. Let me put this another way. If you believe your feelings are wrong or bad, then it follows that you believe that you are wrong or bad. Because like it or not, our feelings make up a lot of who we are. And, and when we deny ourselves, we have no internal sense of self. And therefore, we look to other people, other things, substances, processes, whatever to define us. The reason these things become who we are is because we're detached from ourselves. So essentially, addicts, codependents, we're trying to live for something outside of ourselves. Everything is external. So the healing is in authenticity, in finding and living from our true self that God created. That's how we can heal. So here's kind of the crux of this. With codependency, you feel very trapped inside yourself. You know, early in my recovery, I would get this image of me just literally inside myself, beating on my interior, screaming, you know, let me out. And so the drugs and the alcohol was an attempt to stop the screaming. So the answer is yes, addicts can and usually are codependent. So they say knowledge is power and recognizing this is the first step to healing. How do you do that? Well, watch the episode called What is Codependency and Is It an Addiction? And if you're struggling right now, I'd love to send you my free Stay Sober resource. It's got some cool stuff in it, difference between AA and NA and Celebrate Recovery and how to find a good sponsor and helplines and things like that. Just shoot me an email and I'll send that to you. My email is genuinelife at jodystevens.org. And I would love to hear from you. And please leave a comment in the comment section. How does addiction and codependency manifest in your life? So thanks for being here, friends. And I will talk to you next week.